Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce. This is super exciting. It's a double deuce for uh, Sunday. It's a double deuce. One of these days where we do the double deuce on the night that the double deuce goes up. So it's like nearly live. It's a, it's it's a lazy Sunday afternoon double deuce as opposed it to is. like a Sunday night double deuce. It's not an easy like Sunday morning double deuce, but you generally don't like the mornings as much. No, I only just woke up at two actually. Yeah, yeah, but then, it was a it was a it was a bad back pain night, so I needed a little extra yeah. sleep to try to get me right. Dear listeners, what you don't know is that yeah, generally Nelson doesn't go to bed until super late, so it, it all works out. Yeah, I still, I've still, I've always been more of a night person, and I was working a night job back when I still had a job, and so I just kind of stayed on the night schedule. Also, for a while, it was because I was. Keeping an eye on things in case my dad would get up and wander around so I could get him back to bed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the other reason I was holding the night schedule but for a while there. But, uh, yeah, I just have stuck to it because I haven't had a reason not to. Uh, right. Well, we're happy that you're here. We're happy that we're here. Yeah. We're happy to be here. Uh, we're just, on, if uh, I'm a little uh, low energy, that's why. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't want to, um, I don't want to bang on. Uh, I feel like I said plenty about the uh, colonoscopy. Well, I mean, now you're in the the thick of it, so you could all you could com- comment from the eye of the storm, just about. Yeah, We're not really is- eye of the storm. I feel like that's maybe almost the thing itself, because from everything I've heard, it's the lead up is the worst part by far. That's kind of what people say, and I, I got to say, so far it hasn't been. Um, super terrible so long as you kind of allow yourself to just sit in your house and not move around too much or do too much now mm-hmm. it would be a hor- horrifically embarrassing scenario if i actually had to do any sort of a kind of public appearance or anything yeah um but i've i've managed to spare myself that indignity uh you, you show smart and, thing and, the- and and set yourself a few days where you can yeah just roll yeah. with it just roll with it. Just treat it like you like an illness that you can play in for, or like you know you're taking an international plane flight because it's about the same amount of time, right? About twenty four hours, door to door. Really, just know that you're going to be sort of sitting around doing nothing and mildly uncomfortable and annoyed the whole time, and you'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, but uh, that's been interesting. Then also interesting has been. Uh, we got a message from Ollie's school basically being like, hey, one of our teachers went out with COVID. So if anybody has symptoms, you're probably screwed. So I'm like, that's bad timing because um, I, I don't really want a COVID scare on on colonoscopy Eve. Um, and then, yeah. And then that was so that was kind of always Do you have any tests left to throw a test down before you? I, I do. But it's like they, they, they very clearly state in the in the paperwork that if you if you pop out at the last minute that you're screwed and you have to get rescheduled six months down the line. So I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, there's part of me that's just like, do we just maybe don't know? And then, uh, you know, I, I go for it because I don't want to yeah. wait for six more months and do all this again. Well, uh, it, it seems to like, you know what you could you, you could give Ollie the test. Because he yeah. would have it before yeah. you and see, like, does he have it? Because if he doesn't, then I feel like we're in the clear. <laughs> but if he does, right. then, and I, then I probably need to test. 
I think that's kind of the angle that I'm going to use. So uh, they went off mm-hmm. to get some some tests and 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 stuff, nice. and they'll come back. Yeah. So far, I got to say, um, I, I, and again, I feel like I'm sort of like right the calm before the storm. Um, you know, I've had had my little laxative uh, doses, but I haven't taken my Miralax. You, you got to take a big sixty four ounce of Miralax, drink thirty two tonight, and then thirty two ounces tomorrow morning. Uh, oh, gee, dear God. Uh, that's. I think that's when the magic's going to happen. You got some sitting time ahead of you, friend. You got some sitting. I know. I know. I I got. I got my some of that that pantless sitting time. That's right. That's right. Some some me time. Mm -hmm. Uh, I got my curse of Strahd and my von Richten van Richten's guide the Ravenloft. Uh, you know, and I've got my. So I've got some water, so I'm all good here. I'm excited but, to see the stuff from that because that yeah. I I I got that, but I didn't haven't really done more than just kind of skim through it a little to see like what the vibe was and what was going on yeah. with it. Kind it's of the kind same of way like, uh, I am with with, with uh, Ravenloft itself, the yeah. Curse of Strahd. Fun little world, fun little it world. It is. Uh, I know, dig I it. I started playing. I started playing Witcher again, uh, just because yeah. I hadn't played it in a long time. And uh, the know, vibes a little similar. Vibe, the vibes similar, yeah, yeah. The vibes like you know that kind of dark, uh, gritty fantasy vibe. That I still you know, need we're, to we're, watch we're that Witcher. I still haven't, but I've been meaning to. I feel like there's going to be a little more time with the strikes to catch up with those those streamers that you didn't ca- that you didn't catch at, at the time yeah. that just kind of floated on down the the river feel like we got some time to catch up a little bit on some of those there you go there you go that's that's the positive side of things mm-hmm. uh, on the kc fringe report um i got a, i got a few things yeah, how was the premiere? yeah we had the premiere um yeah on on friday night um at 6 30 at the westport bowery which is in the the westport flea market which by the way still serves incredible burgers so i do recommend if you come out for almond show that you also factor in a little time before or after to have a flea market burger because oh my they are tasty um but we uh we premiered the show to arousing three people in the audience um all of whom seemed to enjoy it um nice. and and you know i thought almond did pretty good what's the, what's the percentage how of the of the the total seats possible in, in that spot. Oh man, I would say they're pushing seventy five seats. Total. Okay, so, so it was it, like about it, about it, half. No, I I said three, not not thirty. Oh three, yeah. Oh sorry, it sounded like thirty. Oh no, I said three. Oh okay. I should have said thirty. I would have liked thirty. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to check the tape later. All right. Well, uh, I I hope I said three because what I meant was three. And uh, I think okay, one of them that's might not, have that's been. That's not as, although, you know, sometimes it, for the for the premiere, it might be nice to have a, a night, a little like, let me, let me, as I get this thing on its feet here, maybe it's it's not too bad. Like it takes the the pressure off a little bit. It's like, I mean, if I fuck this up, it's just three people. Right, right, and I think that Almond was in a place where he did have almost like a, it's almost like a final or... dress with the with the friend with some friends and family kind of a. Yeah, it was that kind of vibe, and I think that kind of vibe was good because yeah, there was a situation where he he kind of did forget his lines about halfway through, and he had to kind of wander off and talk to Sean at the side of the stage for just a minute. But he covered it really well. Um, but now that's mm-hmm. uh, we don't have to worry about that. That's uh, all yeah. all over and done with. We got our got our our, our rough. I one feel out like of the that way. show is nice because you can kind of work that in a little. <laughs> the the with the how much it's just him, like yeah. he can be yeah. like, and, um, and it's. 
it's deeply personal. And so he mm. can always find a moment to just like walk off and, you know, just like the excuses. Like, look, man, it got too tough for a second. I had to go. It's like, like, he, he's like, take it me, off. Give me, give me a couple seconds. I'll be right back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was interesting. We were talking on the way and he, he was talking about what a weird headspace it puts him in to do the show. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, not everybody does a show where they read their own suicide note as part of the show. That's going to put you in a weird headspace and it's very brave of you to do it, mm -hmm. but I can understand why you're, why it's a hard emotional show to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even though there's been enough time, that's like from 20, 2014, 2012, mm -hmm. somewhere in there, but that, that, I, mean, I feel it's like still, the time like, might help soften a little bit of it where it's at least like a, you're further away from that point. And so you can at least be like I I definitely don't feel that way anymore. Like you have that yeah. it's been a while. I'm doing I'm doing so much better. You can get some distance. It might help a little bit, but still to, just to revisit it is going to put you back there. But I'm glad we're having you know we're adding to the conversation on mm -hmm. mental illness, you know, because it it did become apparent both in the kind of preview night and in the first night show that you know this is a conversation that's important to a lot of people right now mm -hmm. and i think to be producing something that that kind of directly relates to it is is also a pretty cool thing so i'm glad that we're doing it i'm glad mm -hmm. that we're you know making making that choice and i'm glad that he's willing to be brave enough to kind of uh reveal so much of himself not not yeah. like naked wise he doesn't get yeah. naked i don't want anybody to get scared about that but um you know, emotionally naked. He gets emotionally kind of like he emotionally maybe down to pasties and a and a sock. That's pretty emotionally it. naked. I mean, it's emotionally. He's like red hot chili peppers of emotional vulnerability. Like he's pretty pretty naked. Um, not naked enough that they could uh, charge him with anything. He's, he's got it. He's got an emotional dick sock and nothing else. I, I think the title of this episode should probably be emotional dick sock uh, or of our new band. One of the two, because um, <laughs> that is exactly what it is. It's an emotional dick sock. Well, we've got an interview on KANU tomorrow that I'm zooming into. Nice. Probably you should, from you my should do a uh, oh, sorry. I, I just had a thought. And I didn't want to lose it. You should do another uh, Lawrence run sometime soon. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully this will launch into maybe, um, you know, we wanted to look at maybe the Minneapolis Fringe next year, Chicago yeah. Fringe, one of the kind of bigger fringes. It's true, yeah. Because it's such a cheap show to do. I mean, it literally is a card table and a chair and a projection screen and a projector. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Sean Franklin has been very kindly helping run the projections when I can't be there. But you, know, you can do it with two people. Yeah. Yeah. Two that's to three. Dope. So that's yeah, a good show. I need to try to get to it here at the fringe if I can. It's been bad. Well, back and I would encourage our, our listeners to come on back. out. You know, yeah, and, and everybody like make your way. What are the what are yeah. the remaining dates again? Because the, oh, the, man, the, it is, the it is all over the place. Is, probably it, by the time it, this comes it, out, it'll be too late. But I know there's one on Tuesday, right? Yes, the next Tuesday one and then uh, Friday and Saturday of next week. The Friday show is at 11 and the Saturday show is at 630. So. If nice. you're in and Kansas is the Tuesday City, show at six thirty. Also, the Tuesday shows at six thirty. Also, yeah, right today on. is five o'clock, but they probably will have missed today's. Um, because yeah, not, like I said, I'm, by the time this is edited and out, I doubt it'll be you. You, you you're not going to at least have time to make the drive if I fucking buckle down and drop this fast. But I've got a couple things yeah. to do this afternoon, so it may not drop till tonight. Sorry, I but we talked about it, you know, last week, and it was the uh, bonus mini deuce on the Patreon that is available 
to the whole ass public. Yeah, that that, yeah. that one episode. Not there's other there's other stuff on there too that's public. If you want a taste of what you can get for just four dollars a month, just the price of one beer. You should do it. And also, if you're interested in sponsoring us, we are still looking for a sponsor after Applebee's left town and didn't call yep. us. Yeah. Um, I feel like we won that. We won that standoff with Applebee's. Yeah, we did. They left yeah, town. We so we won. <laughs> for us, uh, 10 Applebee's zero. I hadn't eaten an Applebee's in a, in a minute. I remember we went once after. Remember when we did the show where you played Applebee's? Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. And and so I think at one point I tried to call you, but you weren't around. But I think Kitty and Sarah yeah. and I went to Applebee's because we were like, oh, we talked about it so much. Let's go try it and see if it's really as bad as we remember it being. Mm-hmm. And Shona. Yeah. I feel like there was the one on on either end of town and the one that is on that end of town where I lived closed. And so. There'd been a couple times where I think I'd I'd gone there, but it was like this isn't worth driving across town for. This is like a yeah. I feel like having boneless wings or something. <laughs> and uh they're they're not very far away from where I live. I just remember taking my ex wife Lucy, the English woman, to mm. a an Applebee's in Orlando once and we ordered like She's like, I want to get an appetizer because I want to try all this American food. And so we got an appetizer and two entrees and they came and she's like, do Americans really eat this much? And I was kind of had to be like, sometimes, I mean, that's why we take home a lot of food. Um, But yeah, they were in a way, I feel like they're meant to be a two mealer. Yeah, yeah. But, I feel like so but much there's of also that like uh, but go off, King. You, you can eat this whole thing, or or but you should probably take half of it home, brother. If you're if right. you're living right. Well, that's also so you sort of that hangover of like the '80s Coke era of excess. Like all those restaurants started coming out in the late '80s, early '90s when it was like everything bigger and better. We definitely had a. I feel like there was kind of a '50s advertising TV kind of boom of. Of, of selling shit and then we just got on to bigger it just became a thing that that, that america yeah. locked into that bigger was better and we really rode that wave yeah i feel like it it, it may i don't know i don't did, did 9-11 finally drop that wave is that when it stopped because i feel like the i think 90s, it rode it out for a few years after that. Think... like maybe they didn't sell the big as much but they were still were like but it's extremely 90s, this thing. Yeah. Like the 90s yeah, it really... is very distinctive when you look back. It was a all weird of those. One. And 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 those chain restaurants. It was, it was really it was like them. the 70s, but with the Internet. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And um, yeah. Yeah. And, and it just was uh, just total, total uh, access. And like all of those like uh, cheap and cheerful family neighborhood pub style restaurants like TGI Fridays and Applebee's and all the and Bennigan's mm-hmm. and Hula Hands and all of that stuff was it was yeah. all marketed on a lot of food. I feel like it was it definitely came out of that the the, the strip mall and mall culture booming in the 80s with yeah those restaurants that were like the and some of the anchors in malls or like in that same parking lot with malls. Yeah, that was pretty wild going to the Mall of America and seeing like an actual still functioning mall because the ones around here are kind of an ex- uh, uh, an exercise in 
depressing, like uh, dead, dead. How many space. are left at this point? I think there's uh, the I think uh, the one in, in Topeka is still there, and it, but there's yeah. very few stores in it. I'm yeah. not sure what's left in Kansas City. I'm gonna have to pop out for a second. Here, let me. And we're back, but it probably felt like nothing to you, listeners. We just needed to take a break. We, you were going to talk about sports, right? Yeah, yeah, sports corner, the the basketball tournament, which is if for people who don't know, it's just a it's a tournament that uh it gets played with uh, teams of not you know like not really pros, maybe some ex pros, uh, some dudes who played ball in college, uh, but it's like a million dollar tournament of these teams in a bracket. But uh, there's a KU team called Street of XKU players, and uh, they they're playing right now as we record, and they're down eight at the half, and the second half is just starting. This is the tournament with the Elam ending, where they uh, they determine at a certain point when uh, when one team is like up, maybe it's up by ten, like at a certain point in the clock where they turn the clock off and they set like a the first team to this score wins basically, and it it uh, it's meant to stop. Uh, the uh the kind of we need to foul and uh and hit baskets to come back in this thing it like turns the need for that off so you can just keep playing basically to make a comeback when it's when it's late in the game gotcha things a little bit more exciting is the is the idea and it 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 can do from having watched some of these games because it it, it, we're in the the summer of like all we got is baseball and the Royals suck ass. So I feel Boy, like howdy. I end up watching and, and this kind of basketball can be fun to watch where these dudes have got have got some skills, but they're old or they don't have quite enough skills, maybe. So they're they've been out of things for not as long, but they didn't get as high. It's yeah. it's basically like uh, watching tournament level basketball, kind of, because the of the skill level still that these dudes can display but they're yeah they're not at their prime for the most part right uh well that's called mastery so we're winning because we got two coaches we're winning the coach battle we just need to win the actual basketball battle down by nine now sports corner oh man but you'll be listening to this later it's time travel nonsense You'll, you'll know who wins i don't right now but you will as you listen to this Wow. So if if you're winning, uh, I mean, you're, you'll seem psychic. And if you're losing, oh, the irony. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm excited about our fantasy uh, basketball season coming up. And, yeah. and that, that seems exciting. And also all the other sports that happen in the fall. I like those fall sports. Yes. The fall sports are good sports. I like um, the I like the football. And speaking of the football, um, Sunderland's doing pretty well this year, so we got that oh, yeah. going for us. Yeah, Hell yeah. yeah. I haven't the further really been they can them. fight into the you know into the leagues, the more we can actually watch them. That's the thing. We're in that that weird position where, unless you want to pay like sixty bucks a month to the Sunderland football team directly, yeah, to get which some is of too much games televised. It's too much. It's I mean, I love them, but it's a, too much. A share of their games being when I sleep. Right, right. Also, if we had like uh, eight Sunderland fans in town and we wanted to split it, that, cool, that might yeah. make it work. But, but I don't think there are eight, eight people who know what Sunderland is and Lawrence, let alone the the soccer team. Yeah, I mean, and that's nothing against the good people at Lawrence of Lawrence. No. You know, it's like why would they need to know? 
Yeah, and it's hard to try to like wrangle some guys in to be like, "Hey, come check this team out." You yeah. know, where, where yeah. you like trying trying to to build that if you got to be paying for it from the from the get go. That's that's an investment that I don't feel like making. Right, and and you've got that Sunderland uh, Netflix. When, when at least when out. at least half the games we'd be catching are at like six a.m. for us, which is early. Yeah, yeah, which is like fun when it's the World Cup and you know there's a finite number of games that you're gonna have to get up that early to watch. Well, and like bars will open for the World Cup. Yeah. So if you yeah, like no. want to get together with the people who are in your in your package there in in your in your Sunderland clutch. Yeah. Unless unless you get one of them who's a bar owner, so that yeah, that be the that's other the goal. key. We need to find a bar owner. <laughs> <laughs> also, to sponsor this show, you know, we yeah. closed down a number of bars with this show. It's true. We, we need to. We need to like. We need to talk to a bar owner who's not afraid. We should. We should talk to fucking never be over at a Red Lion. Like that's an institution. We can't. We can't bring that down. Right. Right. And he, and or he we like, should he talk likes to soccer. We should talk to a bar owner who's wanting to get out of the game, but but their place just keeps being too successful. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that's a kind of, that's thing. Kind of what we did to Conroy's. We like gave him that nudge to shut on down <laughs> to, to sell. <laughs> yeah, we did because we're good like that. Yeah. Do you do you want to close down your business, but you're afraid to do it by just saying I'm closing it down? Mm-hmm. Do you want it to seem like it's not your fault or have somebody to blame? If so, uh, sponsor us. Yeah, you're at that point where you're where you're either you're closing or you got to call one of those TV shows that come in to like fix restaurants and bars. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the, the much the, the the easiest way is yeah, call us. We'll we'll tip you. We'll tip that scale for you. That bar rescue guy has definitely killed a man. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he's he's killed maybe a restaurant guy. I think the the big dude. What's that? The, because there's like a restaurant version with uh, what's his name, oh. Robert Robert Irvine. Is oh yeah, name? yeah, the big uh, bodybuilder looking dude. Yeah, with, who has his own he's, line. And of, he's like, very nutrition. intense. That dude's extremely intense, and so I just feel like yeah, like yeah. not malicious. I don't think maliciously, but I think I think something happened one night. Right. Like maybe a guy right. attacked him, and he and he and he like went too hard. Here, here's a screenplay like, like before idea. Before he like, knew anything, like just automatically, like a robot, he'd snap this guy's neck, and he's like, "Uh oh." Yeah. What if, like, okay, here's the premise for for the next screenplay we write: mm-hmm. uh, Food Network, but all the stars are vampires. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, like, by night they do you don't see a lot of them in the sun. Most of that shit they shoot in, you know, on on stages. Yeah, yeah, but like, like maybe like Guy Fieri's like you know kind of Kiefer Sutherland and Lost Boys, and mm-hmm. and you know like oh, he, dri- that, he, dri- he drives convertibles too much. Oh, that's true. We're gonna have yeah, to work I feel like on maybe it. they've got to keep a certain amount of like ones who aren't vampires around because they got to shoot shit like outside on location sometimes. Yeah, but yeah. maybe those ones don't know the other ones are vampires, and they're starting to figure it out, and that's the, that's the plot of the movie. Oh, there you go. And then, then Gaifieri could be the ultimate vampire hunter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which would make one of your dreams come true. It would. It's a weird one for them to pick, but I got all the dreams, yeah. and that one's you know it's on the list. But no one ever picks number number seven. Yeah, I don't know if it's top ten. It's top twenty. I got a lot 17. of dreams. No, I said seventeen. Are you messing with numbers again? 
Will's it's Will's messing with numbers corner. <laughs> you don't know that. You don't know me. Anyway, we gotta go. It's been it's been uh two hundred and twenty minutes. That's a lot of minutes. I don't think that's, that's accurate. Me neither. Well, double deuce, I guess. <laughs> Come on, KU team. It's a seven. Now we're down seven instead of eight. We're coming back. Go team. Charging back. Double deuce. Big beer hosts. Hey, everyone. We're going to throw in a little tag here that we forgot to mention that um, Jeremy Amon, our friend and friend of the podcast. You may know him as Amon. His show is coming up at the Kansas City Fringe uh, starting on Friday the 21st of July. Uh, so you should come see it. You should come check it out at the Westport Flea Market, the Westport Bowery, 817 Westport Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64111 in the Westport Flea Market. When is it, you might ask? We're probably going to have to put this in the show notes because it's Friday the 21st at 6.30. It's Sunday the 23rd at 5 o'clock. It's Tuesday the 25th at 6.30. It's also Friday the 28th. At 11 p.m. And then the last show is Saturday, the 29th, also at 6.30. It's going to be a lot of fun. You should come check it out. If you want to get tickets, contact the Kansas uh, City Fringe, and you can buy them through the Fringe box office, kcfringe.org. You pay for the Fringe, but you get the whole thing. That's right. You even get a, a button that you have to buy for the Fringe, and it'll help you get show uh, tickets to other shows. So go see it. You were just talking the other day about how you need more buttons. It's called The Last Word is Hope. Yep. It's a bipolar biography. Well, autobiography, technically, because it's Jeremy who wrote it, mm -hmm. and he's talking about his bipolar. But yes. anyway, he's real fun and funny. You should he come is. see it. He's, he's, a, he's a great performer. And it's a serious topic, but it's got some humor. He's real good at, at this kind of show where he's, it's him engaging the audience one-on-one -on -one, because he's a dude, you've heard him on here, he's a great storyteller. He loves to tell a good story, and this one is good, and it's tight at 40 minutes, runtime. Nice, so you can get out and get back to doing whatever you're doing. But with a little more Jeremy Amon inside of you. Yep. He might come, too, with what you're doing next. Oh, I'm glad you ended that with the what you're doing next, because <laughs> otherwise it was a real weird double entendre. Oh, that's what you were doing. No, I didn't even notice. Double deuce. <laughs> good tag, good tag. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thanks for listening. I don't know how you did, but if you're trying to listen to more, we're everywhere. Libsyn, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, fucking everywhere. That's right. Wherever fine podcasts are made, we'll be there. Also, you can reach out to us on social medias. We're at Double Deuce Pod on Twitter. We're at Double Deuce Podcast on Facebook. And our email is DoubleDeucePod at gmail.com. Finally, if you want to support us, get our Patreon on patreon.com backslash double deuce pod yeah we got all kinds of stuff on there we got me talking about things i'm seeing we got extra minis that like the minis you find in the deck of deuces we got will singing or if you want to pay for him not to sing there is a way to pay for no singing the world's your oyster all kinds of stuff all kinds of stuff so much stuff that's patreon.com backslash double deuce pod yeah yeah 
Sorry, when you're like, wherever fine podcasts are found, I just kept thinking about that Tom Jones speech at the end of Grapes of Wrath. It's like, well, there's a cop beating on a fine podcast. We'll be there. <laughs> Double dose. Good episode.